All right, so this date has been coming up for a while, August 4th, and the potential for the Lakers to offer LeBron James an extension. Um, it's you know it's interesting, BK, because it's been a really, really quiet, awkward offseason. And I'm talking about in general, I think, in the NBA. And a lot of where you felt like in the beginning, hey, there's a lot of momentum. I'm not talking about just the Lakers. Just talking about the you know the league in general. There was a point where, hey, KD is asking out of Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. And, oh, my gosh, the moment KD leaves, there's just going to be this trickle effect. Depending on where he goes, other teams now is Donovan Mitchell. We know the Gobert trade that happened with the Jazz. Where's Donovan Mitchell going to go? And then the Lakers were kind of in the background of all this. And when I say in the background, some of it had to do with, well, is there going to be a ripple effect with Kyrie? Is there going to be other teams? Are the Jazz going to become sellers to where maybe they're okay with taking in a Russ contract as long as they're getting some draft compensation and whatever the case is? That was like a month ago. And for 30 days, it seems like the NBA offseason has been so incredibly quiet. The only date that's really come up that you knew was coming up was August 4th, and it's this potential for a LeBron extension. I want to just kind of get your opinion on this first. Um, Do I feel like the Lakers are going to offer him an extension? Yes. Mm -hmm. Do you agree? Yes. Um, I concur. What do you you think he does? What do you think think LeBron James, how how do you think he's – and and uh, the, only oh, reason, like, the only reason why I bring it up is because he has done this in the past where he tries to use his power mm-hmm. to make sure that the organization is doing things that he feels like is in the best interest of LeBron and a chance to win and everything else. Um, the Lakers have – it's been reported that they're hesitant on giving up these two first-rounders if it's not the right trade package, whatever the case is. You think he puts pressure on the organization before he signs any type of extension? I guess it really depends on what you define as pressure. Are you talking about like encouraging them to yeah go get Kyrie? Go to like, but are you talking about like making it abundantly clear like, hey, if you guys don't pull the trigger on something, I'm going to play out this season. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'm going to go. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's really important when people talk about this and think about this to understand that the the context for everything with LeBron now isn't the same as it was when he was going to Miami, Mm -hmm. when he was going back to Cleveland, when Mm -hmm. he's these traditional leverage points. Um, I think it was Stein's Substack. Um, Another thing people should subscribe to. He's he's amazing. He's fantastic. Mm -hmm. Um, Made a big note that LeBron is happy in Los Angeles. And people took that like, oh, he's okay, he's, he's... you know, okay with Jeannie Buss and he's, you know, with Rob and then, and that, that may be true. Okay. I think people need to understand that that's literal. Like they, he is happy in Los Angeles as a 37 going 38 year old season. That stuff matters. He doesn't want to uproot his family. They're not going anywhere. He's got kids in school. Yep. Um, And so you got that part of it. His whole business stuff is here. All that. And so you don't want to be away. That's part one. Part two is he doesn't. The only reason I think he would go somewhere, as as Stein and others have stated, is to go play with Bronny. Which year? What your next season and the following year away? Twenty twenty four is the first year he's draft yep. eligible. Mm-hmm. But maybe he doesn't go in the draft that year. 
What if he, you know, hurts his knee next year? I'm not rooting for it. What if he's, you know, th- thinks he needs an extra year, another year of college, or wants to do the G League Ignite thing, yeah. or whatever? Like, it's not a guarantee he's going to be in the league in two. So if you're and another really knows team, where he would go, Lakers right. don't at this point. I think Pelicans have their pick that year. <laughs> Just pick doesn't matter. Yeah, pick a year, or yeah. they can pick swap. I mean, like, mm-hmm. there's all the Lakers don't control their draft until these 27 and 29 picks that they're trying to get rid of. Um, so you put it all together and like, you know, the LeBron's leverage to go really. So if you're another team, are you going to blow up the team in a big trade to give the Lakers a good return on LeBron James, knowing that I don't care how good you are. If Bronny ends up in Charlotte, I'm going to try to go play for Charlotte for a year and then retire or whatever it is. So his, it's not the same as it was five years ago or eight years ago or 10 years ago in his career. And so I, when people say, like, there is that, I think, thing where, like, LeBron's going to hold their feet to the fire and yeah. make sure. Yeah. But, A, what? Mm-hmm. Like, make sure you trade Russell Westbrook? Dude, they're trying. Yeah. Um, and it's you're half the reason he's here to begin with. Um, and it's like they don't – there's nothing to do. They don't – everybody knows what they can give up. They're trying not to give up as much as they possibly have to. Nobody is beating down the door yet for Buddy Heald and Miles Turner in Indiana, so there's not a huge rush to get that done. They can't trade for Kyrie now because Brooklyn won't trade him until they figure out what happens with KD. Correct, yep. and so like, there's no, there's no leverage really here to play. Okay, so I I think there's some leverage, and, I, and let me kind of. First off, I don't think Are you can gently push back. I don't careful. think careful, Sliwa. I will come across that table. I don't think LeBron. If he, if you look at the tenure with LeBron with the Lakers, can is there a moment where? And I, listen, you could say, well, you know, they should have kept Alex Caruso. I'm not saying that yes, they, they should have. I'm not saying that they haven't made mistakes, but mm-hmm. is there a moment that you feel that LeBron can look at the Lakers front office and you look at their ownership group and he can say, man, they're just not committed to freaking winning. They, this this is, winning is not a top priority. No, for this no, organization. no. I don't think you can look at it and say they're not committed to winning. So, so I I think that is that's an important step in this. If it LeBron, is, but... if if LeBron just says, since I got here, uh huh, I wanted Anthony Davis. They went out and gave up whatever they needed to to go get Anthony Davis. Mm-hmm. Since I got here, um, they went out and got veterans that I thought were going to be the right fit around this squad. They went out and got Russ, who I thought me, Russ, and Anthony Davis together would be a good complement of three to go up against some of the other teams in the NBA. I just bring it up that way because I don't think Bron can really look at the Lakers front office or ownership. He can say, I think we've made some mistakes along the way. That's the better thing. I think he Bron could also say, I've made mistakes along the way Less of, likely. What, <laughs> of, what, <laughs> of what my recommendations could have been. But I don't think he can really question, is this team all in? Do they want to win as much as I do? Are they committed to making sure that they have an opportunity to go win an NBA championship? But I know that's a much different question than, are you making the right decisions? Are you committed? 
I still find the Caruso thing mystifying because if you're going to spend all this money, you're, you're going right. to go into it and, and, you're, and, right. and you, you're, you're, you're going to go 85% of the way and then be, I can get it. It turns Caruso from into a $40 million guy, but you're already kind of pot committed mm-hmm. to, and we see what you have now with like this situation where all you've got is we a pay tiny mid-levels mm-hmm. and it's a one tiny mid-level and minimum count. You cannot build a team that way. And I don't mean to, I'm not disrespecting the players that they've signed, uh, these are NBA players, and you know, but Lonnie kind of a, Walker is not going to all of a sudden change everything. Even if and, it works, and I, I'm skeptical about that signing, but like, even if it works, you know, Troy Brown can only take. There is a reason yeah. these guys are yeah. available, and you know, so you can look at them and you say they're not good at it. Like, I, I, I think they're they're trying. Their heart is in the right place. You probably got to gloss over your own role in the rust thing. But it's it's little stuff. Like Eric Pincus wrote a great feature earlier in the summer where he basically just outlined all the detail mistakes hmm. that the Lakers front office has made over the last How many years? year and a half, okay. two years. So short, shorter window. Just like little details mm-hmm. that matter when you're trying to efficiently keep a team together. They, they, they are not good. And this is I, my greatest criticism of Palinka is well, it's the rust trade. But beyond that is the treatment of the guys in the middle. The premise of the rust trade is we have so many stars that nothing else matters. Your yep. middle class doesn't matter. Your three through twelve, do- your your four through twelve doesn't matter mm-hmm. because our stars are going to be so good, and we'll just fill in with the other guys. Mm-hmm. They don't have. Well, that's not true. We saw that last year. We've seen it. You know, I'm worried we're going to see it this year. Those the guys in the middle matter. Go look at the depth chart for the Lakers versus the depth chart for every other contender sure. in the sure. West. We don't have enough dudes here yet. Um, that that sort of mistake. I think if you're LeBron, you could say, okay, that's they're not good at it. But or you could just say, you know what? Maybe it's my fault. Maybe it's their fault. It's yep. all our fault. But we're not going to win a title in the next three years. I'm going to go somewhere. I got one more shot at it, and. My bad if you know for what I did wrong here. It's you know it's not personal. I just want another title shot. I'm not going to get it. That would be the other big impetus. We're just recognizing without blame that it's not going to work fast enough. Well, the the other part of it too. So Bron could make. I think his extension is. I think 97 mil uh-huh. is what the two year extension could be. And I know this isn't talked enough about. And I know there's just kind of this knee jerk of like, well, yeah, of course, you just give. Bron wants $97 million for two more years. Yeah, it's a no-brainer. I, mean, I have no idea what Bron's going to do this upcoming year. And I, to be honest with you, I have no reason to believe that he's not going to be an amazing basketball player like if he's he been plays, his entire he, career. When he plays, he's going to do what he did last year, yep. more or less. Yep. It's just a question of how much he plays. Okay. Well, Matt, what's that look like in a year? Mm-hmm. What's that look in two years? And that, that probably – that conversation is not had enough is – when you give Braun that extension, and if you offer him two years, $97 million, and now Braun has taken up X amount of space, is Braun worth $97 million? Of course he is. Let's, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not trying to make the case from a business perspective. Hey, hey, I don't know if you want to give Braun $97 million. You give Braun $97 million, I could only imagine what the Los Angeles Lakers organization makes. Who else, who else makes. you give it to is the other question. It's not yeah. him. Who else is out there that's better that you can go get? Well, it, it, it just comes down to he is... 38 in December. So just by the time that two-year contract starts. Nate Morales, same age. 39. Isn't that amazing? 40. Well, and, and there's, a lot of, uh, there's a lot of similarities there, too. Yeah, I can't tell the difference between the two. No. 
but you know. Uh, Morales, by the way, just because you brought it up, one time Travis and I asked him, hey, because uh, he says he plays basketball or used to play basketball. So give us kind of an idea of, you know, who was it that you – give us an example who you of – model after. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Which player did he pick? Let me give you uh, 90s Bulls. Horace Grant. Wouldn't have been bad. Yeah. You know, if you went to Horace Grant or a Luke Longley, right? The goggles out there. Bill Wennington. Yeah. No, no, he didn't go. He didn't, he didn't go with the role players. MJ. No. Didn't go Michael either. Pip. Scotty Pippen. Yeah. yeah, he went Scotty Pippen. He said in his mind that's what that's the best comp that he could think of. It's the best comp that he could that's, think of. That explains why he sat down and refused to do opens. Yeah. For uh, Mason Ireland that one day. By the know, way, he was, I will give the guy credit, a couple yeah. weeks ago, in the gym at 4 a.m. playing some pickup basketball. Um, okay, there is, by the way, if you guys want to, if you're a Laker fan out there and want to have this conversation about LeBron's extension, you think he should sign it, should he put more pressure on the organization, or as you're saying, BK, there really is no pressure to put on. They're doing every. They're trying to get rid of Russ more than Braun Can't bleed a rock. is trying to you know, get rid of Russ. 877-710-ESPN. But when we come back, uh, we're a month away from Rams opening night. Will Stafford be there and will he be 100%? I think kind of an interesting story so far in training camp. So we'll do that coming up next. Stay right here. Travis and Sliwa, 710 ESPN. All right, we got a uh, potential winner here. BK, you should come too. Just come hang out. I'll talk to I'm, the I'm family. Only, I'm only staying if I can stay in Travis's room as well. Yep. Plenty of room, plenty of space. Okay, Cam in Culver City. Cam, thank you for listening, buddy. So go back to the question, uh, hey, did you see, Taylor threw out a question, something on the roof or on the ceiling. What was on the ceiling? McDonald's pickle. Even down to the rest of it. Even like as much details as can be. I I think just a pickle would have been acceptable. Okay, Cam, you looking forward to this uh, a week from tomorrow? We'll be down at Harris Resort SoCal. So you're good to come? You ready to come hang out with Absolutely. the crew? And uh, okay, perfect, man, perfect. Well, no, we'll, it's it's actually my birthday on August 11th, sometime. so nice sometime. little birthday treat for me. I listen to you guys all the time. I uh, really do love you guys. So thank Trav you. Travel do his Candace uh, impression for him. Cam, and, and also you're in Culver City. Yeah, Trav can swing. He'll swing by, pick you up too. So we'll 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 take care of that too. <laughs> in the Silverado. Yep, I'll in the ready, Sever- Rotolo Chevy. Uh, Cam, thank you, brother. We'll uh, we'll see you next week. Okay, stay online, and Emily will get your information. Um. Yeah, he's I, a giver. Yeah, Travis. big time. Just what do you need? What do you need? I, I can't wait for Tommy and to kind of show like, hey, here's the itinerary. I'll just show up on Thursday or Friday, whatever it is, and then for Trav, it's going to be like, okay, here's the deal. We have 14 listeners, <laughs> and this is where they're mapped out across Los Angeles. We got somebody in the Inland Empire. Right. Got Culver City here, West Covina, Torrance. I just everybody ever got one of those Mercedes van bus things and you're driving it's a sweet ride you're driving because we know you like the control we know you like to be in the driver's seat you want to control the radio you want to control the radio you want to be the passenger seat uh espn radio is presented by progressive insurance save when you bundle auto home or motorcycle insurance visit (laughs) something the station will need if they actually follow through with this plan emily how'd you do this morning you said that you were uh would you sleep past past your alarm? <laughs> yeah, so I uh, Greg, just a second, not right now, Greg. <laughs> I usually have a ton of alarms busy. going on. Um, I usually set alarms like I, I, I'm someone who sets several different. I set like six alarms, and okay. um, 
She has four phones. Are you just that Jesus. drunk? No, no, no. I'm not that drunk. It's more that like one alarms for okay. You have a, you have a warning. Okay. Second one, it's like you need to be up. That one's usually like okay, you can be up, but you're scrolling TikTok. Next one is you got to be up and you got to get ready. Third one is you got to get getting out the door. So it's kind of like it, it progressively. It's not all like I'm in bed still. They're all like warning shots. Like okay, right, you need so to get out. I, I got a question here because. I'm actually not the best at this. When the alarm goes off, I'm a snooze. I'll, I'll hit snooze once, maybe twice if I need to. Which, by the way, there are plenty of studies that show you're going to be more tired by by not just getting up. The <laughs> fact that you sleep for another 10 minutes or so, you're going to screw yourself even more. So with that in mind, Emily, what time between snooze number one, snooze like what, what, what kind of, what's the difference in time here? So they're not snoozes. They are... Separate alarms. Yeah. So they're all 15 minutes apart. Mm-hmm. So we're all like, okay, this is, again, where we need to be 15 minutes apart. And so for some reason, my ones in the 6 o'clock hour do not go off. And so mm-hmm. my my I have two in the 5 o'clock hour and then th- uh, like three in the 6 o'clock hour. They all didn't go off. So I woke up today. They at, didn't go? None of them went off? No. So I woke up at like 7.10 because there was enough light in my room that I just kind of woke up. company girl. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> so I woke yeah. up at 7.10 and because uh, my roommate had texted me because she parked me in in my parking spot. And so she's like, oh, hey, like I'm ready to move whenever you are because she expects me to be yeah. ready to go at 7, yeah. at 7 o'clock. And I'm like, oh, shoot. And so then I had to get ready really quickly. And I was kind of all over the place because uh, – yeah, I did not have a most restful sleep because I watched a scary movie last night. So, I did, so but that explains why you're wearing a, like a single item. Yes, today. exactly. You That's just what jumped I was going into for. your clothing. Yep. I don't have time for yeah. shirt. And pants. No, 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 no. I have a combined. No. I'm going today. jumpsuit today because that's all I got time for. That, that's I gotta exactly go. My, my, that's, my that's thought process. Now. If we have and, a jumpsuit, if she has a jumpsuit on, it's because she was late. She was running yep, behind. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then I also don't have flats on today and not tied shoes. So I didn't have yeah. to have my, tie my shoes. It was just put on the one piece suit, uh, then brush my teeth and have the door. That's essentially all I did today. So, I don't know if you know the kind of the story behind Lord Berg. I don't know if you know kind of the full story to that. Uh, Greg does not drink Starbucks. He only drinks Illy mm. at the uh, at the Ritz over there. And I don't know if you've got a cup of Illy like before. A, like a Rockefeller. But when she when she kind of explains her story, how she gets up, I think Berg just robe, right? Lights Trumpets. A, lights a cigar. Lights a cigar. This is around 6.30 in the morning. He lights his first cigar and just kind of roams around, kind of walking Aimlessly, he's got so much money in the bank. He doesn't got to worry about any of that stuff. He doesn't have he doesn't have the same stuff to worry about as others. It's what I always respect. And then Amanda is, will text him, "Get your ass in the office," right. and then all of a sudden, like everything changes. I, I respect how well he pays the guy whose job it is to open the, the curtains. Door. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just draw the curtains because he's got that nice. Mm-hmm. Eastern facing window that yep. just lets the soft Even light in. Even though his curtains are controlled by a remote, still has still he has the guy. still has because the guy. he wants to keep There's people no on the payroll. There's no remote. Yes, the people on the payroll. They come in. They, they depend on you. Slowly open right. up the curtains. Hand me the lit cigar already, so that I don't actually <laughs> have to do that work. And then they also have a, a nice glass of Lagavulin neat right next to me, so I can w- wake up nicely. Can't you see him also walking towards the kitchen? And there's three or four workers. The bakery is open, right? <laughs> like they're making fresh bread. Good morning, Lord. Sense. These are the croissants are right here. Yeah. And what is that to your right? Those are muffins. And he just kind of <laughs> walks along. What is this? Day. Muffin. <laughs> 
if there's not enough spread, the if they don't yeah. put enough cream cheese on it at first, then it gets thrown back in their face. He always, has, he always eats the top of the muffin. <laughs> Over the top of the muffin. I mean, who wants the bottom of the muffin? It's actually better. Is that not the best yeah, Seinfeld better to some, It is a great one. I admit. He tries like, to give them to the homeless people. He's like, where's the top of the muffin? <laughs> Uh, that's a good episode. That's for the servants. Yes, that's for the servants. Yeah, Greg, I just saw you kind of post it right there. I'm like, I, I, what the hell's going on over there? I was going to talk to to Emily, but she was, was telling the story. I was talking about my morning, and I was, uh, yeah, being, it was a very stressful yeah, morning. So I was waiting <laughs> and letting her do her thing and be a part of your show. So tonight is the first preseason game, the Hall of Fame game, between the Raiders and the Jacksonville Jaguars. Raiders. The undefeated Jacksonville Jaguars. <laughs> At what point are you going to tell the family, guys, we're getting close to kickoff. I need everybody to get the hell out of the living room. I need everybody to go do your homework, go upstairs, wherever the hell you guys go. I'm watching the Raiders and Jaguars. Okay, to be all, to be honest, I won't watch one second of this, but damn, does it kind of get you excited that we're not that far away from NFL starting. Uh, everything for me is the filter of fantasy football and the fantasy football drafts. And like, I got, I'm in two fantasy drafts, um, one with friends from out here, one with friends from high school, and just that, just the fun of those. Is kind of like what I what are you a pre- big season. fancy guy? Like you're paying attention, you're this wasn't it Trudell? Fo- I feel like perfect. Trudell is like we I play in I... a pretty competitive Is that the basketball, basketball one? league? Okay, yeah, yeah that's it's, that's hardcore. Yeah. Which by the way, Steve Mason, who is listening and, and griping, as he does, um won last year. He's the he's the reigning champion. Mace won though. Mace won. He went all in. Wow. Uh, wow. And he won. And I, I made a big trade with him. I tanked last year. Uh-huh. I said, it's Keeper League. So I went ahead and I saw the right in the wall. And I, I went ahead and made my Keeper moves. And Mace won. He went all in. I'm, I, but yeah, I, I don't I, know what to tell you. It's I, just I, fan, like, f- fantasy, fantasy football is the easiest. The, you know, because you, know, you got to. It's like it's three, once a week. Yeah. Once a week, yeah. twice a week. Yeah. yeah. You got to remember to put your waiver thing in. You got to remember mm-hmm. to set a lineup. My problem is this. Like, so last couple of years I played it. There's a different level of who takes it serious and who doesn't, all right? I'm going to throw a name your way, and you tell me if you think this person takes it serious or he doesn't, okay? Do you think Funches takes fantasy football that serious? That sounds like a trick question because you would think the answer is like no because he's kind of a don't think too casual much. No, no. Okay. Okay. And, and, I, and I don't think he's, you know, all too worried. But then in the same league is Brawny. Do you think Brawny takes fantasy football seriously? Yes. Yes. There's a, there's oh, I've played fantasy football with him. But that's the problem. The problem is, like, the level of competition in these leagues, at least for the ones I play in, some people it's like, hey, if I don't compete in this league, I got a chance to get into the Rams' front office if I could, if I could print right. this no, thing we, out these, when it's over. I, my football leagues, the key for this is you've got to get I'm pe- like, I forgot to put a kicker in. You got Right. you got to play, generally speaking, with people who are broadly in your same life circumstances. Yes. And I don't mean, like, literally, like, I have three children of a certain age. Like, they have to. But, like, they got the work, level of competition pri- has work priorities. They've got, like, where do you prioritize these things? Yes. So, like. Everyone in my L.A. league, mm-hmm. we've all either got kids or busy jobs or both. Like some of my we've been doing this for so long that some of my friends kind of offload their draft responsibilities and stuff to their children. And so like it's like nobody is so, the level, so deep in this the level basketball league, though, is the exception. OK, but I do that for professional purposes because playing in this league allows me to. 
at least know what's going on with on basically everybody. 1127, first plug for the show. Thank you. Um, it allows basically everybody to uh, to kind of see what's 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 going on. Like I know what I know every player yeah. in the league because these people are such sharks that if anybody plays for two seconds in a game and shows even the tiniest bit of promise, they get pulled up off the waiver wire. So I can at least pretend uh, that I know what's happening in the league. All right, I, I want to talk some Rams, some NFL, and kind of situation with Matt Stafford. I say situation. Um, it, how much he will probably not participate in training camp. Is that a big deal? Is it not a big deal? We'll do that at 11.45. But coming up next, we got Factor Cap. Stay right here. Travis and uh, Sliwa, 710 ESPN. Hey, guys. I got all my information from uh, Lordberg. Uh, we're all set to go. I all set? A, yeah. No, we're, gonna, we're, planning, we're planning our domination of something in the future. We're planning okay. our conquest as a lord and lady. It's great. Yeah, we got no details over here. They just... <laughs> We're getting canned. <laughs> yep, maybe. I don't know. Just kidding. Definitely not happening. Uh, so last night I was talking to you about how I um, – so the reason I got up this morning, I, I was late this morning. I slept in a little bit late. Mm. I, I went to bed a little later than usual because I was watching a movie. Couldn't fall asleep last night. Same thing. <laughs> I was watching the movie Signs. Have you have have you, have you guys seen that movie? The M. Night Shyamalan movie. Yes. 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 I don't think I've seen it. No. You haven't seen it? No. So, uh, Taylor, have you seen it? You're a uh, farm boy. They have farms in this movie. Is that the Mel Gibson one? Yes, Mel Gibson, Joaquin <laughs> yeah. Phoenix. Yeah, Taylor, well-known yeah. aficionado of farm content. They have yeah. farms <laughs> out there. Um, yeah, so it was scary because, like, um, there's points in which the aliens just, like, pop out of nowhere. And anyway, I was a little Spoiler scared. Spoiler alert. Jeez. It's the whole <laughs> Anyway. It's also 20 years it's old. It's literally 20 years old. Right. Anyway, so. Can't uh, keep one secret with Emily. <laughs> you believe in extraterrestrials. Alan, Dr. Cap. Kind of go back and forth on this one. I'm going to go Cap. And I I'm I love when they have those podcasts and it's talking about, you know, they're doing this the last six months or so. Um, the footage from some of the military planes out in San Diego, mm. off the coast of San Diego. Bro, I'll watch those all day long. And somebody that wants to break it down as if it was – a Jacksonville Jaguars Raiders game. I'm down to watch the whole pregame, the postgame, the whole thing. But I, I kind of find it. I just feel if it was going to happen, something would have already happened. I feel like if there was, unless they're just keeping a, keeping I, it low key. Yeah, I know. That's what that, that been they're hearing on the that DL for, as they say. They're already here. Maybe they're That's already here. It's like, you know, I'm, I'm gonna like, I'm gonna I've say seen in black. I know how this works. I'm gonna say no. I do not believe in it. Cap. Yeah. It's factor cap. It's not yes or no. It's the same. I mean, I'm going to go years have been false. Doing <laughs> false on that one. No, sir. Swipe left. No, sir. Uh, I, I, fact, to me, it's the most logical explanation for the Russell Westbrook trade. Ooh. Um, <laughs> is How would you uh, do aliens that? And, and I just, I'm, I'm, a, I'm one of these people who's sort of like, you can divide the world up into the universe is too vast to not have this be a thing. Mm-hmm. Or, like Alan, um, who, you know, says that it's we we'd know by now. I don't know if that's true. I also don't know. Like all extraterrestrial life doesn't necessarily mean that it's like alien. alien like it's not Star. Like, not everything yeah. has to be Star Trek. You uh-huh. know, it could be little other mossy frogs and, and yeah. bacteria little bees and, and yeah. other planets. Amoebae. Yep. 
And like but the movie yeah. says, it doesn't have to be hostile. They could just be ex- like trying to make contact, trying to learn things from people. Or Waving their arms around. Can yeah. I guess what Taylor's going to say? Yeah. I'm going to guess. I'm going to go with, <laughs> I think he believes in it. I think I he's think seen he the thinks, crop circles on his farm. Do. I think you do. He's too got sleep. fact on that yeah. one. Yeah, I was raised on a farm. I've seen this stuff. <laughs> I know what's going on here. Yeah, I believe in aliens. Fact. Does Travis? Yeah, he does. I think. Does he? I would think Trav would know. say no. I would. I think no. Yeah, I think he'd say I, no, like and out. then he would like list out all these probably fifteen different things of why Tra- and and probably get angry. Angry terrestrials are depending on your point of view whimsical. Kind of whimsical, whatever. And as I like to note, Travis lacks whimsy. <laughs> but he does wear a bodysuit. That's because yep. he's a yeah, spy. He's got a, he's got a body and suit an on. assassin. <laughs> what if he's the alien? Em, are you alien? all in? You think alien? Oh, Whoa! Yeah. <laughs> Back up! What if Travis is the alien? Member of the 710 radio crew most likely to be an extraterrestrial, and we don't know. <laughs> Travis Rogers. It probably is Travis, because he's be. the person you least suspect. Yeah, it could be. Steve's like in the, the car going, it's guy. me, it's me, I'm the alien. <laughs> I'm going to th- I'm gonna throw it up on the Twitter poll, who is most likely to be an extraterrestrial. Um, but yeah, I, I, I believe in aliens. I believe that there's something out there. I believe that they, it would be very uh, hubristic of me if I didn't believe that there was something else out yeah. in the world, yeah. that we're the only did living you, beings. Did you not sleep well because of the movie? Okay, I just could that's not think about that. Like, like when there's you watch things a, in my house. When you watch a horror movie... And it's a really good one. It's scary. And yeah. it's now it's midnight. And you're like, okay, well, that was nice. I'm going to have some tea and go Going to, bed. to bed. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't I not exactly fit. I kept on hearing like my sink dripping sure. and like the shower no, it was dripping. dripping. 100%. And I was like, oh, that's the alien sounds, yep. whatever. Like, yeah. Not your alarm, though. <laughs> not my alarm. Not my alarm. <laughs> um, okay. So uh, I don't know if you guys seen this uh, kind of in the news. Uh, <laughs> Warner Media is pulling a little bit of a red wedding on HBO Max. Um, they're cu- they're cutting a lot of leadership. They're cutting a lot of shows. They're pulling a lot of shows from its platform, um, and they're potentially trying to merge with Dis- uh, Discovery Plus. Okay. Anyway, HBO Max is up in the air. So uh, there is a streaming service that would upset you if it was taken away completely. BK, factor cap. Fact, I get enough from those. I mean, I, I, I'd have to rank them, like you know, which one. But like, which I one do you use most? Probably Netflix yeah. is the one I, I use most. But I, I pull stuff off HBO Max. I'm watching mm-hmm. The Bear on Hulu right now. I mean, I, I got, I got stuff. I use these things. Damn right you do. Yeah. Al, YouTube doesn't count, right? That's yeah, it does. like yeah. A, YouTube, TV YouTube TV counts. Yeah, but I don't. I think YouTube itself doesn't. Because then, I, then we'd add TikTok into this. And yeah. do you have premium? I have, uh, yeah. Yeah, that counts. Okay, yeah, yeah. YouTube, whatever that is. Um, I-, I watch so much freaking content on YouTube. I really do. And it's, obviously, it's used to what I like. So it is feeding me, everything it's feeding me, for the most part, is channels that I'm subscribed to or whatever. Cat videos and is. conspiracies. The cat videos, big time. Mm-hmm. Cat videos, that's a big one. By the way, that. Wasn't that on Breaking Bad? She keeps watching yep. the uh, Carol cat keeps on watching cat videos. <laughs> and this is like that was in like 2010 that that like she said it, right. which is like early ish yep. YouTube. Um, but I, I I YouTube I literally watch so much more than anything else. But I'm not watching like a YouTube original, right? Where it's just on YouTube. It's a streaming something that didn't Cobra Kai start on? Are YouTube you an influencer like at this point? Huge influencer. Yeah. Huge. <laughs> Netflix, uh, Netflix is number two on that list. Everything else I could kind of do without. It's just you kind of have HBO Max because of this show, or mm-hmm. you have, for the most part, I'm not spending a lot of time on those. Taylor, 
I'm with sleep. Premium was what I would probably miss the most. Uh, if I had to watch commercials, I would claw my eyes out, I think. <laughs> I think that I... I'm uh, with you on that, on the commercials. I need HBO in general. Just like the, the HBO proper, they're the most shows that I watch. And then followed closely behind is Hulu. I love Hulu. You can get almost everything on Hulu. Hmm. That's my second favorite for sure. And I think their originals are better than anybody else's originals. Yeah, Hulu is, Hulu is low-key... So Quality. good, yeah. yeah. The bear, amazing. And every once FX in a while, the bear. Yeah, every once in a while, Amazon. Sometimes, but every they also have some stinkers. But they do have a lot of. <laughs> there's a lot of stuff. Yeah. On Amazon, yeah. But I remember we thought everybody's going to just. I mean, you kind of still need cable, okay? Mm. Kind of for sports. Do you? I think if, you do. If you don't, we see. This is the mistake we all make. The Dodger like, channel, work, the Lakers. We all work in sports. We assume that everybody needs sports in the sports channels. But I'm saying, let's say you and I, the right. Dodger I channel, need the Dodger channel, and the Laker channel. You got to have cable, right? Like you have to. But have as it. soon as that stuff's available, you know, OTT, I, I don't need. I don't need cable. Anymore. I agree with you. I'm not watching. To be honest with you, I don't think there's anything else I'm watching. If you there's know, an MLS NFL is going to Apple, if there's know, the an NFL, NFL game, to, yeah. I can just tune into ESPN or on Fox or whatever the case. You just watch on the streaming service. That's the only thing that you need it for. Once I, there was a point where everybody thought, "Hey, you're going to probably spend less money on your consumption." But everybody now has it's four ninety nine here, eight ninety nine here, fifteen ninety nine here. I'm not spending anything less. I'm spending more. Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> All right. So there is two kind of strange food related things that kind of came out in the recent days. So there Fact. was one that was a, uh, a mustard donut. So mm. a donut that tastes like mustard, apparently. And then there's also that the Oreos are bringing back their pumpkin spiced Oreos. So the pumpkin spiced Oreos was on hiatus for about five years and bringing them back. So if you had to eat either the mustard donuts or the pumpkin spice Oreos, you would rather choose the pumpkin spice Oreos. Taylor, factor cap. Yeah, it just sounds totally more appealing. In fact, um, mustard donut. That's a big pass for me. Al? Couldn't be more fact in this one. I, I'm, I'm with you. The concept and the idea. By the way, maybe this is part of the genius of it. Went all Chandler there. The, the, the genius. <laughs> be of, more fact. The, ge- <laughs> the genius of taking random things together and maybe there is an appeal to it maybe somebody's just going to try it maybe somebody's going to even freaking like it a mustard donut are you eating a mustard donut that sounds awful you to said me. it's jelly filled with a mu- or mustard or what uh, no it's mustard no i place. think it's on the it's yeah actually oh, okay. harkens back to a conversation we had <laughs> that would be so gross uh, if when was just the, when was the big jelly filled with <laughs> even mustard? when was the oh. big no that's not how honey it mustard it's a mustard glaze on top of it yeah. i believe like a sweet mustard glaze this was tuesday we had the big the big powwow shindig meal thing. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So I was in Tuesday and we, we actually talked about this at the end of the show and, and Clapper was here because everyone was and it was a clown car in here. And so he I, I noted that like they do it at stadiums now a lot of places will do the donut with the hamburger. And he yeah. made the suggestion. It's the bun or whatever. Yeah. That you use the mustard hot dog, the mustard donut as the bun for a hot dog. Okay, and now I'm work. thinking to myself, this is freaking genius. Because I would have tried the mustard donut anyway, because I am the demographic for that. Weird food. Like weird but harmless I food. I would have eaten that. But now that. that it can be a hot dog as well, I am. What, which, which one is. Uh, so the pumpkin spice Oreos. No, cap. 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 Okay. cap. 
give me the the, the mustard donut. And, hot and which dog. one are you doing? I probably do the pumpkin spice Oreos, even though I hate pumpkin spice stuff. It's way overdone, and it's the worst. Okay that doesn't mean that. it's not delicious, though. It's People really not delicious. Pumpkin okay spice. It is delicious. Actually, tastes terrible. Pumpkin spice not a big is fan. delicious. I don't like pumpkin stuff, so not a fan. I want no, you guys to keep pumpkin. going at it. <laughs> It's the um, first time I've ever seen BK just kind of <laughs> no, it is, come that aggressive. No, it, it, Emily pumpkin spice back, is like, good. No it is overdone. Actually not. It is overdone. It's, it actually tastes terrible. Like, I really don't like pumpkin stuff. And spice. Emily just no threw something pumpkin, in the studio, the way, but it hit the stuff, window. <laughs> Slee was nicknaming in high school. <laughs> <laughs> Little pumpkin stuff. That is uh, so right, random. Stuff. <laughs> so random and uh, yeah. so good. I got one more, guys. Uh, what do you got? Uh, so uh, Better Call Saul has been uh, going b- between black and white and in color yeah. um, for the entirety of its series run. So it uh, got me thinking, you would rather have to watch everything with subtitles than everything being black and white. So you'd rather watch everything with subtitles than everything being black and white. Are and I'm saying it's also- in English? The subtitles are in English. Okay. What you're watching is not in English. So you'd rather watch everything in a foreign language with subtitles than everything be black and white. Sleep so up? I can't watch. So I have to watch. Um, like if I want to watch Better Call Saul, I have to watch it in Spanish, Spanish with English, with English subtitles. subtitles. So different actors, different voices. What? Yeah. Fact. I'd rather. I'd rather. It actually, this kind of a weird thing with subtitles. I pay so much more attention because I can't not pay attention. I'm. I have to be. I don't. I. I so easily distracted with whatever you're watching the black and white's actually kind of grown on me on breaking bad because i don't know they're just using it properly and it's the way they're actually but i it's not my preference but there is something about you got subtitles to a movie paying attention i'll take the subtitles over plus a big uh ingmar bergman fan mm-hmm. um i i'm I, cap i i need i'd rather watch it in black and white because yeah. I don't want I don't want to have other actors' voices. Yeah, that's be able the to thing. See the performance. Yeah. yeah, but I think what she's saying is you're watching a international movie. This is a movie made in France, and right, you're going to get subtitles. Right, and that's fine. But I don't want to make everything I watch for the rest of my life either foreign films or American or English speaking films like... with no. He's other right. Actors. What I meant it has yeah. to. You cannot have anything speaking English. To you Nobody on speaks your TV English on your TV ever yeah. again. I'll learn some different languages. <laughs> The man Daily? of the world. Wow, yeah, give me black and white, too. Or maybe like a pumpkin spice filter. I don't know. Yep. Yeah, pumpkin <laughs> spice would be good. Everything gets a little whitewashed. Uh, yeah, that's it. That's a bit of a fact cap. All right. Um, what if Matt Stafford is not 100%? Uh, obviously, the Rams going through training camp right now. Uh, talk about how important, how key. Everything. Like, look at that roster and look at, obviously, all the important pieces, including Sean McVay. Is Stafford the most important piece? We'll do that coming up next day right here. Travis and Sliwa. BK in for Travis Rogers, 710 ESPN. Oh, it's a fantastic song. It's a good jam right here. BK, what's your – you got to go to the airport. Are you the guy that's, like, getting there four hours early? Or are you the guy – Pushing the family, saying, get through the damn thing. We've got to <laughs> Chasing hurry. the plane down on the runway. Um, I, I've, not, I've not done a lot of flying with my kids, just be, you know, with the yeah. and all that stuff. But like, when you have small children, you have to be. Yeah. You have to, because your world. goal has to be, we're going to get Getting there. Getting on the plane. Like, really early. Because if you say... Will do this like if you try to travel with children like you traveled as a pre-child having person, you're um, screwed. You're not going to get there yeah. because you can do that. I'll go we'll give us up. We'll get there an hour before. We'll do whatever, but you you leave on time. You put your stuff in your bag like you've done it before. You know, how, 
nothing happens on schedule when you have multiple small children going to the airport. It doesn't. So you have to plan to be there two and a half hours ahead or three hours ahead because you're still going to get there an hour before the flight. I think I'm going to get there. Yeah, I'll probably be. Time's your flight? Around five. You should leave now. It's a Thursday. You've got to factor that in. Thursday travel. Well, and there's a couple stops before, and it's all the way down Orange County. We'll figure it out. We'll that seat's out. pretty far back there. If, on I, the get plane there, too. if I get there around <laughs> three o'clock, that's true. Sliwa's seat is actually the last one to leave the runway. Come on, man. <laughs> it's, it's on the ground longest. Guess, leave if, my seat alone, though. If, if, if you're running late, you can still worth. grab on to it as it takes off. <laughs> I'm the last to leave, and then I'm the last to land. No. First yeah. to land. No. What? They don't land How do you nose think they first. land a plane? You don't land nose first. Nose first. <laughs> Wait a minute. That's a Wait terrible a idea. They're coming in. Yeah, they're, I'm, I'm the first to land. I'm the first to land, guys. <laughs> you don't crash. If, if they're doing it right, you're the first. If you're there's not. Weather, there's weather issues. There's weather if issues. If you aren't the first one on the ground in row 29, things have gone that's probably wrong. Not yeah, good. Issues. yeah, that's probably not good. So I posted that uh, the poll of mm-hmm. who what's what 710 personality is most likely an extraterrestrial in disguise. So my uh, the options are Travis Rogers, Scott Kaplan, Steve Mason, and Chris Morales. I, cap is, is cap is the like the the bait for the casuals. It's like when Vegas yeah. puts the Lakers on the board right now. That's just sucker money. Like yeah, cap seems like, but that's cap's no. going to win it. You think? No, but just he seems like the guy. Like if you're not paying that close attention, oh, it, he's odd. He must be an, an alien of some sort. Who do you think's in the lead? Morales. I think right now Mason. It is Mason. Yeah, and most of the most of it is that he takes the most personal days off to quote unquote visit his home planet. Yep, and then also he's in bed. So these are the two things that make him most likely to be an extraterrestrial. So Stafford probably won't pass again until next week. And it's kind of interesting because we, we know how tough the Rams schedule is. We know the expectations for the Rams. We know that there's this hype behind the Los Angeles Rams that you just every year that they've been in L.A., mm-hmm. Um, not only do they continue to surpass expectations, but they're just they're a really good team. They're a well-run organization, kind of similar to we were talking about the Dodgers. Um, if, if Travis and I actually did this a couple weeks ago. We said when the Angels kind of have gone through their, I would say, ups and downs, but I don't see any ups, so just their downs, yeah. we started ranking things opposite. Worst-run organizations to the best. And the Dodgers and the Rams are kind of the first two that you're like, okay, get them off the board. Dodgers have been great for 10 years. They got one World Series to show for it, but you cannot argue. It's a sustained run of excellence. You cannot and, argue what they're doing. competence. Like, it is so hyper-competent over you there. You cannot argue what they're doing. No. The Rams, um, if you don't have them first, let's just say you're putting them, so wherever you want to put them. They've got a Super Bowl. They've been in the Super Bowl twice in the last four years. Uh, since Sean McVay's been there, the win-loss record is ridiculous. They're making the playoffs. They're always making like, noise. But their cap, like the way they managed, like their cap, and they find dudes in the fourth round, and they yeah. plug in here, and they brilliant, brilliant. Kind of the uh, the talk of the f them picks, as Sneed was saying. But they don't. The they, they don't f them picks. They take there is a perception. There's a perception yes. that they don't care about picks. No, they just know that if they can trade a first-rounder or a second-rounder because they're getting somebody that's already a proven commodity, that's already proved that they're good in the NFL, that's where it's kind of F those they picks. Believe, Give me the guy they that— be, They believe that they can get a guy who in five years you're going to be like, mm-hmm. 
that guy had to be drafted in the second, third round, but they got him in the fifth because they identify the stuff. I think there's any worry this kind of seeing the situation with Matt Stafford and um, we were actually a question we could throw out there to, to listeners as well. Eight seven 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 ten ESPN. Most important person on the Rams right now. I don't think there's a question. At least who's playing is Matt Stafford. And yeah. that's not to downplay Cooper Cup or downplay Aaron Donald. No, the answer down- to almost any NFL team is, is your, your quarterback, quarterback. Right? If your quarterback is, and especially in this situation, you kind of look at the Rams. What do you think? Any concern that Stafford doesn't look like he's 100%? I feel like everything that they're saying is what they're supposed to be saying. At the same time, I can't really tell if they're being extra cautious or Matt Stafford does have some issues or Matt Stafford – he could have moments during this season where you're like, man, they've missed Stafford for three straight weeks. And, and BK, you've looked at that that schedule that they got coming mm-hmm. up. And I know, I know the schedule before the season starts, as the season progresses, you're going to have teams that you thought were going to be really good that are playing 500. Teams that were uh, – it, it will change as the season progresses. Right, but, but just the division schedule. Like, mm-hmm. you know, Seattle's probably not going to be great this yep. year, but they're never – Awful. They're just too well run. They're you know it's good, well coached. Like they're never an easy game. You know the Raiders ought to be pretty good. You know the Chiefs are on the schedule. The Saints Tampa's are on the schedule. On there. Green you know, Bay's two on against there. Arizona. Two against San yep. Francisco. It, that ain't easy. Um, even the like you know is Carolina doesn't have any quarterbacks, but like are they terrible? Terrible like Cowboys. So it's yeah. gonna it's gonna be a challenge. It's and a, and, and I I only it's, bring that up because. If Stafford's the most important player, he's the guy that obviously, if you went through a streak where he's not around for a couple of weeks, I don't know what that team looks like. Right, and the difference between, you know, even if you say, hey, Wolford's pretty good, you, you know, you got if you have six games with Wolford, you could win three of them. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, in a competitive conference, you know, it's not like basketball or baseball where, like, you know, a hundred, you know, you, you have five games or whatever, like, you got some wiggle room, you know. If you can, you, know, you only win forty nine games, you're still probably in the playoffs, even if you could have won, you know, fifty seven. Mm-hmm. In, in football, you know, things don't break the right way for you. You know, ten wins it happens sometimes. You're on the outside. Nine wins certainly, you know. But now seventeen games, you know, you got to probably win ten games to get Does in. Vegas have, I think Vegas has them at twelve. 12? Yeah, so, twelve wins. You guys, we know what it looks like when Matthew Stafford is not one hundred percent. It was mm-hmm. last year in November. They lost everything in November, and they can't afford that kind of dip this season with their schedule. Because last season they had some games that could get them a recovery. They had the Jaguars. They had some other teams that they could come out and beat. The Cardinals fell off. They're not going to have that this season. They have like things around every corner. So if they have that drop off, the same thing, it's going to be scary. That's why I'm very concerned about. It's, a, it's actually. It's. I think the division actually has the most question marks because. Seattle is a rebuild. Period. And yeah, I'm not no, saying I, I'm not. I'm not saying that's I'm not, not. I don't mean to prop them up like that. I just they're there a rebuild. Are bad teams that are bad, but are still going to be. You still have to show up and play because they're competently run. Mm-hmm. That's what category. Like there are bad NBA teams. You know, you got to show up and play. Sure. Yeah. Versus some of the teams that are clown shows, where it's like you know we can go clubbing and we'll be fine. Uh, I put Seattle in that former category. So Seattle, okay, 49ers are throwing in a, a young quarterback that I'm not – Maybe. I, maybe. You're right, maybe. I don't know how that's going to pan out. I mean, the 49ers were 
an incredibly tough out last year. Mm-hmm. But I, I have no idea. You, you're throwing in a brand-new quarterback if that's what they end up doing, and it looks like that's what they're going to do. But Garoppolo might, un, might not have been the best quarterback, but he was a great leader. It seemed like the team played for him. There's, I he think is there's, so handsome. There is... I mean that really should count for something. I mean he thought he is a he tremendously good looking. He thought man. his um, grandma. Zach Wilson. He thought his grandma was making those sub sandwiches. No, she she no, wasn't. It was no. Subway. Yeah. Who would have thought? But I do think the division's not nearly walking into last year compared to this year. That Arizona those divisional games, right. those divisional games, seem a lot less challenging than they were a year ago. So I, we'll I, 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 I'm I'm assuming it's the opposite. I still think Arizona. You know, again, show me. They, yeah, but like they, they could, they ought to be pretty good. All right, what, as long as Call of Duty doesn't come out. What as long as Call of Duty doesn't come out. Touche. What are the proper expectations for USC football this upcoming season? The proper expectations for them. Uh, some interesting comments coming from Lincoln Riley uh, on on what he expects this upcoming year. We'll do that coming up next. Stay right here, Travis and Sleeva Show, seven ten ESPN. By the way, are you in a funner state of mind? Because it's time. For a summer Friday at Harris Resort SoCal on Friday, August 12th, um, 710 ESPN fans, listeners of the Travis and Sleeva Show, 